Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast, where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Battletoads Part 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. folks welcome back to part two of our coverage of the wonderful game battletoads <laughs> wonderful indeed uh, last week we covered all of the various uh things that got our respective goats <laughs> our uh play control all that fun stuff mm-hmm. a little history of the game but this week we're going to jump right into the level by level well the game starts with a nice little introduction you have uh the ship fly in you get a some warning message from the queen, the dark queen. Oh, yeah. And uh, you you get your first view of that cool map. Each section of map shows you three levels. Mm-hmm. And you see your uh, ship, the SS Vulture, swoop in. And some little toads descend from it. Yeah, pretty cool. And here you are in the first and best level of Battletoads. <laughs> Ragnarok's right. Canyon. Yeah. Also, uh... The shortest level, I think, in the entire game, unfortunately. Yes, yeah. And did you know there's a warp right here, right away? No, I didn't. Yeah, apparently if you beat up those uh, first two enemies super fast, a warp, a platform appears, you jump on it, and it'll warp you all the way to the turbo tunnel. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. I, I, that's something, I guess, but <laughs> I'd, I'd be more... I'd be happier about it if it warped you past it, but, you know, hey, take what you can get, right? Right. Now, uh, in this level, you're going to be introduced to most of the enemies you will fight in your standard walking around mode, the brawler portions. Mm -hmm. You get a couple uh, little, what are they, pigmen here, right? You get pigs and and walkers. Mm -hmm. And that uh, weird little flying creature. Yes, the dragon, which you can ride. I I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. If you knock it to the ground. Yeah, and you can like jump on top of it, and you can ride it for a whole ten seconds over to the end of the level. <laughs> wow, I'm glad they put that in there. I know, and and you know, it's the only time in the entire game it it appears. That is bizarre. I know. <laughs> it's something that's kind of cool, you know, but eh, or it could have been cool. Well, that's I think the moral of the story of this game. <laughs> there was everything could have been cool if it was just done a little more or a lot less. Indeed. And then at the end of this level, you have your first boss fight. And it's a really cool boss fight. Yeah, it's a gigantic walker, and you just see one of its legs enter the screen, and then the and then the uh, the view switches to the boss's point of view. It's, it's all kind of red, and it's got a little crosshairs, and it's shooting some kind of orb or bullet at you. And every fifth or sixth one is a large kind of ball that you can pick up and throw at the screen to hurt the boss. Yeah, and each time you throw it, uh, it cracks the screen. You get like a little shake on it, and it's really cool. I like the the whole idea of this fight. It's just a really cool idea, and the execution of it is really good as well. Yeah, yeah, it's um, a rare bright spot. <laughs> Again, it's this first level, and everything about it is just, you know, pretty cool. There's not that many uh, places or any places for a pit death. You can attack your friend if you want, but most of this level is just exploring and really getting to know how these toads work. And uh, And as a kid, this is the level, like we said, that, Makes you think this is a good game. Yeah, it's a it's a deceit, a trickery. Mm-hmm. And once you have defeated the walker, the super walker, you move on to the second level. Yeah, the interestingly titled Wookie Hole. I don't I don't 
know why that is named that at all. I don't either. It's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like there's a big crater near where you're fighting that boss. So you just jump down and then you're descending. This is a, a vertical level that goes down and you're hanging from a rope. Yeah, and the physics of this rope are kind of uh, weird because you have to wait for it to like line up with you to get the full amount of swing. Yeah, it kind of, it is a little weird. And I yeah. do like the the background of this level, the way you have these kind of irregular, like, I don't know, rock plates. Like, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. And you can kind of see it looks looks like it's curving towards the front. You get a little uh, parallax scrolling even as you go down. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the level looks great. And this is also where you can do that wrecking ball attack by lining up your rope parallel to the wall when you're next to it. Yeah, yeah. And in this level, you're going to be fighting a lot of birds. Lots of birds. The ravens. There's these uh, Saturn toad traps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they're just like a, your standard Venus fly trap slash whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you can get a beak weapon from some of the larger beaked birds. And one thing I kind of like about it, even though, it, I mean, it's not really that useful, but it, it's pretty cool that when you go into the wrecking ball with the, with the sword weapon, it's like you kind of have two little blades coming off the sides of the wrecking ball, which uh, I thought it was a neat touch. Definitely made me feel more deadly. Not that I think, not that I think I was more deadly. Yeah. I mean, the wrecking ball kills all the things in one hit anyways, right? So exactly. And then the other two things you're going to find in this level are the uh, retro blaster, which is like a little robot that pops out of the wall. Yeah, a strange, very squarish robot. And moving electro-zap beams. Yeah, you, you got to dodge them left and right. Not not too hard here, actually. This level is, you know, I don't think anybody probably got stuck here much. You can, no. um, I, I've seen, I, I've never done this, but I think it's especially easier once you get a weapon, a sword, but you can juggle the birds as they fall infinitely for bonus points to stock up on lives if you want. I always try to juggle them a bit, but... And I never could get that many out of them. Yeah, nah, me either. Um, and yeah, that's really it. Um, this level is actually not horrible, but it is also probably twice as long as it needs to be. Um, but luckily, there's no boss at the end. That's true. Uh, when you're done, you just move straight on to everyone's favorite, the Turbo Tunnel. Ugh, the worst. Yeah, this is the first taste of the bitter fruit that is Battletoads. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know... Mm, I, again, they're like teasing you where you start this very long level and you have a few rats you fight. And yeah, so you might think, okay, rats. Is, yeah. But but they nope. also introduce at this point the, the horrible jumping. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't help that the way the platforms or the islands you're kind of leaping off of are weirdly angled. You know, they, they can't just give you a clear end of platform, you know, line. It's It's got to be some weird thing. But I will say I do like the the backgrounds here. They look cool. Um, you know, it has a very like life forcey bio. Say, it looks organic thing. and kind of a little gross, but pretty cool. Yeah. And then you get to the turbo uh, speeder bike section where you're zapping through various uh, like you're mainly just dodging these walls. Or... Well, so let's explain the the turbo tunnel for everyone. Yeah, it is a speed test where you dodge walls either up down or jumping over them mm -hmm. and at every so many intervals you will cross a quote-unquote finish line where you do get to start from but it also after that usually speeds up yeah it's it never gets better <laughs> yeah you speed through to like like four or five of those um and it just goes on forever and ever and by the last two phases it's going so fast that i mean you don't 
have time to recover from any movement above like you know five or six pixels above center and below center yeah it's um it's really tight uh and you'll you'll typically it'll show a wall or an obstacle kind of flash for a second or two before so you kind of see it coming but even that gets so fast towards the end and it also does this uh infuriating thing where you know sometimes you'll see little rats fly by on on ships and they'll drop walls but sometimes there's like uh these little rat like i call them bullet ships but they come in flying they're like a sine wave pattern and they will kill you in one hit you just have to avoid them it's yep. so weird uh those are not fun and neither are the floating jumps <laughs> no no where you you know you, you'll see ramps sometimes and when you see those ramps you don't want to jump off of it you just take it yeah you just want to hit it but sometimes they're slightly elevated in the air so you do have to jump a little to hit it and then zoom over these huge pits these huge blind jumps you're making and the worst part about that is is one it's hard to judge your vertical distance, so it's hard to figure out where you're going to hit that jump if you are going to hit it. Yeah. And then those jumps are so long that you are tempted to hit any other button. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, while you're in the air, it's like you can kind of move left or right, and since if, if you don't have it memorized, you're probably going to want to go to the right to make sure you, you don't fall short of the the other edge but then when you land it's like oh no here comes some more walls so you got to be ready like right away and you're right up on the front of the screen luckily though the end of the racing is nothing you just stop and jump off your bike yes and you have earned it <laughs> you have now in the middle of that is a warp yeah it's like what is it in the last section it's in uh, the next to last section and as a child yeah. it was the furthest i ever got in this yeah, because I mean, it's it is no joke. It's it's close to the end, but after that, things are going so fast that it's. I mean, like you kind of mentioned earlier, you have to be pixel perfect and quick on all your dodges. And and you know, we kind of didn't mention this yet. Um, when you're zooming along, you kind of have a, a slight bob, and your movement it has this weird kind of momentum slightly to it when you you know, especially when you're rapidly dodging up and down that. In a different game, I might actually enjoy, but they didn't seem to account for that in the level design, so it's just frustrating. Very much. But if you do manage to, I don't know, somehow get through this area without taking the warp, you do <laughs> end up at the next section of map, and the first level there, level four, the Arctic Caverns. Yes, and you might be excited at first. You don't see any vehicles and think, hey, yes, this is an ice level, but I'm going to get to do some fighting. You are wrong. You're going to get <laughs> to do a lot of sliding. Uh, fighting ice blocks. Yeah, there are ice cubes that you typically, you know, you want to avoid them. They come sliding at you. You can pick them up or jump on them, but mostly they're used to destroy these like rock walls. Mm -hmm. And you also have your classic, you know, icicles falling from the ceiling to hurt you. Mm -hmm. But you do have a new enemy in this area, the snowman. Yes, he is stationary. Or she I like that he wears like a fedora. And a... Yeah, he's got like a scarf and stuff. Yeah, and he just yeah. throws snowballs at you. But not just at you, he has a weird pattern of two uh, normal snowballs and then one snowball that's thrown low. Yeah, you duck the normal ones, jump the other one, and it takes a few hits. Later, you'll have to use, you know, and, and there's usually a pile of snowballs you can use to fight back at him. So it's a little snow mm -hmm. fight, eh, which is okay. It's a cool idea. And once you've destroyed him, he becomes a pile of snowballs that you can also throw. Yes. And that's a really cool idea uh, if you ever got to do it, anything fun with it. Yeah, I'd like to hit some enemies with snowballs or, you know, but it's always just one snowman at a time. Uh, and then there is also another weird enemy in this level, which is the the golden spike turtle shell. 
yeah, it's a strange little, it just bounces back and forth. It has spikes all over the back. So obviously don't jump, but you just avoid them. But that's not always as easy because, you know, you do have, well, you do have a respectable height to your jump and a, a decent amount of, of play to swing left or right. Like all of the ceilings are A, low and B, zigzag diagonally so that your jump really works against you here. It's too high and you're constantly trying to weasel around, you know, and, and that's like right after your first little spike shell, you're going to start seeing these big red, like spiky barnacles all over the place. So yeah. And they are awful. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, as you proceed, you'll start seeing little platforms moving left and right over these spikes. So you're, you know, Hey, that's no big deal, but it is when again, your jump is way too high and the ceiling is like catching you and you have to, it makes just jumping on this relatively slow moving platforms a real pain in the butt. Yeah, the only way you could make any of that worse is if you added those uh, yellow walls that only open up when an enemy bumps into them. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's that sucks, too, because, you know, towards the end, you'll see, you know, you've been knocking down these standard kind of rock walls with snowballs or an ice cube. But then you will get to a, a section at the end where there are the yellow walls. They look identical and but you can't jump over them either. It's you have to wait for these enemies to bump in them and then they'll kind of move up. But. You know, it's only like halfway to the ceiling. It's really frustrating. That you can't even try to jump. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would be like a nice respite after that horrible level that we had before. <laughs> but this level was a whole different type of frustrating. It was, I was not happy about it. Yeah. And, um, you know, unlike most ice levels, I would say about half of the floors here are angled diagonally. So you can't even, I, I don't know. It just makes it even worse. Yes, it does. Luckily, though, there is no boss. Yeah, you just cruise on out of this cave, and then you are on to Surf City. Now, I think we had slightly different uh, opinions of Surf City. Uh, you thought it was awful, and I thought it was just terrible. <laughs> well, it's, you know, coming only two levels later than the Turbo Tunnel, it's just like, oh, really? Again? And now you're on a little surfboard, but you don't actually surf. You're kind of skipping across. And you can do a weird jump, but I, it's like you have to do it right as you land on the water to like get a bigger skip or something. Well, the jump is useless, though, because once you've jumped, you don't have any sort of uh, agency. You, you no longer control your character. Yeah. So jumping is just a fool's game. <laughs> you only jump if you like have to because of the the obstacles. But the obstacles on this course are not like the last one. You don't have normal walls. You've got uh, chopped down trees, so tree trunks. Yeah, you get some like jumping over logs. Um, there and is the logs are not a one hit kill. Yeah, that's true. What what are they like? Two or three two. damage? Yeah, they're three damage, but you have five hit points. So or there you go. Six, but, yeah, uh, well, three damage. So two hits means you're dead. Yep. And after that, the, the part that I've thought I, I really hated was this. Um, th there's whirlpool sections where you have whirlpools that are moving circularly at varying mm -hmm. speeds, and, and some fast. That are moving up and down. Yeah. And like even doing this on maximum slowdown, I was like, why? I can't believe these are moving so quick. Yeah. I, you know, I actually got through them fairly easily. I found if you stayed at the very top, you would mm -hmm. avoid almost all of them. Yeah. And then yeah, it's that tricky. is a place where I did do a little bit of jumping. I can see that. Because you can jump over them. Right, right. But right after that section, you land and, and you'll probably get excited to fight some some enemies. Yeah. Uh, you're going to fight a ton of enemies. <laughs> well, you'll see a couple of those invaders stealing your life and two walkers. And you get to, I mean, I guess it's a boss or mini boss, yeah. you might say, giant rat. Yes. And this giant rat is really easy to fight. 
Yeah, he can be. You have to be careful because, you know, we mentioned it earlier where the enemies, or I did at least, where the enemies will juggle you. Like if they hit you. Yeah, if you, if he gets you in the corner, you're in trouble. Yeah, well, I mean, if he hits you once, it's just going to keep going. And, and you know, you're stunned and and not invincible, and it can jump out of the the screen and come down and flatten you and you're dead. Yeah, now that is the big problem is any of these big bosses you fight, they can squash you. So you yeah. never want to be underneath them when they jump. Yeah, you have to be have to keep your eyes open for that, but but um, the my main tactic was just to keep ramming him. Yeah, and you know, I didn't realize this when I was playing, but after going back and watching some videos like I will give them this, that you don't get invincibility frames, but neither do the bosses, really. Like, you can juggle them. So the guy I was watching, I was like, oh, man, you can just, if you get your timing right, you can just keep ramming them and launching them in the air and hitting yeah, them right I mean, when they're about to land. I was lucky enough to do that for a little while, but usually it ended with me getting my butt kicked. Yeah, I, I didn't even try, but it's just, it, it, like many of the bosses, it's not that the patterns are too hard, it's that... It do, they do take a lot of damage, and you don't. And so one false move means they've got you. Yeah, but you can beat this rat. Well, maybe you can. Yeah, you can, and then you can move on to the next half of the level because it's not Ooh. a. <laughs> yeah, you might think, all right, we're out of here. No more of this surfing BS, but no, you're back to it. Now there's not a bunch only... of mines you're dodging. Yep, and those are kind of a pain, but they're smaller than the walls, so I didn't mind them as much. The part that really got me was the jumps. Yeah, you get some ramps here that you you have to use to jump over some waterfalls. and One of them is just ridiculously long. Yeah, and they're crazy. And it's like, you know, just like in Turbo Tunnel where you're like, I don't know how far I'm jumping or the gap is. So I zoom over to the right of the screen. And then when I land, I'm extra vulnerable to obstacles. Yeah. And then it's just more mines until you cross that final finish line and the level is over. Thankfully. And now you've moved on to the snake pit. Yes, Karnath's Lair. And and what a strange idea for a level this is. Um, That's a cool idea. I mean, I really like the concept. Yeah, in in theory, it's the, the problem is, is it's like... Well, let's, you, let's talk about the concept first. Yeah, yeah. You are in a, a large room. This is a more vertical level, you know, and there are holes in the wall that a, a large snakes will exit one and go into another, you know, across the room sometimes or, you know, moving well, up. I always thought they were robot snakes, but now yeah. that I realize there's really nothing to tell me they are. I mean, they are. They do have that, like, they're all striped very mechanically, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Like, they kind of look like old, if you think of comic book bionic arms or whatever, where it's just, like, lines down the, they're like, this is made of, you know, for instance, the Winter Soldier, the way his looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here you're just like you, you jump on these snakes and they zigzag around and you can you can climb up them when they're going vertically, but it's about riding each snake to get to the next one, to get to the next one, and then finally get to a hole that is the exit of this section of the level. Well, how do you know it's the exit? Oh, it tells you it says out. It does. Thank goodness. <laughs> I was a little unsure. But the very first room you're in is like the training level because there's a nice solid floor beneath you. Yes. And, and no enemies and no hazards. Yeah, so you might think, okay, this is all right. But this is the only the first of four rooms, kind of. Yeah, and starting with the second room, you get spikes. Yeah, and that's this is where the true, true frustration really comes in because... Well, because you can fall on those spikes. That's just the beginning. Yeah, um, you can fall on them. Um, this is a level two where I, I fell off a snake once. And then, it, you know, right after the first one, so you're waiting for the second snake, and then if you miss it, 
you have to wait for the entire like one minute cycle of snakes. You can hear them going around in parts of the room you can't see, but you're just like standing there like, boy, boy, this sucks. It'd be nice to be riding a snake right now. Yeah, where I'm like, ah, should I just kill myself? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you're riding the snakes in this one, you also have to jump around and over these spikes as well. Yeah, they're like clusters and here they're they're almost all right. Like I, I was I was able to beat this one without too much cheating, but it's just, you know, it, it's not like you get a view of this room. You know, you have you don't know the path, the, the winding path these uh snakes are gonna take, and you don't know where the spikes are until it comes. You know what I mean? So it's really hard to you basically have to die a few times to get the lay of the land, and then you can kind of figure out how you have to react very quickly as these snakes are moving ever faster. And then from this point on, you're not jumping from one snake to another. You're jumping from a snake that's leaving the room to one that's entering the room. Yeah. And they really wait. You do not get a lot of leeway there where you're, you have to wait until the very end. The tail of that snake is about to exit and then jump. Total leap of faith. Yeah, pretty much. And you just have to understand that, yes, another snake will come. So when you are on your descent, you should land on it. Yeah. And in the third room, they really start with these real loopy patterns of the snakes. You're on the same snake for a very long time. It's tough, too, man. You know, not only just being able to react in time, but it's like you have to figure out the pattern because, you know, they're not just going straight. So you don't know. Even if you see spikes coming, you don't know where you need to jump yet. You have to you kind of have to wait and try to gauge where that snake maybe it'll curve back towards you or it's going up so you jump there like it's it's not cool man no and on top of that the second to last in the last rooms the floors are entirely covered in spikes there is no safe place yeah so even if you just miss a jump you you know you can't even go down and wait for your minute for them to recycle you're just dead every time i was uh, cheating my butt off here uh, like save stating every every time every snake I made it. yeah every snake every, yep yep same here you, you save state as the snake's going into the wall yeah yeah that would be my okay I got an, I got like an extra second to relax where I can pause it and then do the save state yep yep uh, luckily though on these really awful levels there's usually not a boss and that holds true for this one yeah you might even think like I'm gonna fight one of these snakes but no no indeed because you got to move on to level seven well then you move on to level seven. Volkmeyer's Inferno. <laughs> Another cool looking level here. Uh, the background is has these angular like crystals, you know? Yeah, same with the ceiling. Now, I don't know if it was the emulator or if this is a thing that happens in the real game, but when I paused it, it seemed like the background crystals would like shift a little bit. Oh, weird. I didn't notice um, personally, so I don't know. Um, what did you notice? Was it that this level has some of the most fun jumps in the game? Oh, well, you know... At first, you might be a little wary and say, hey, the, the 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 ground of this looks different, but is laid out similarly to that turbo tunnel. But but no, you're fighting enemies here, which is nice. I mean, you're fighting a lot of rat men. Yeah, you do fight some more of these flying or these rats riding these flying bullets that will one hit kill you. Yeah, I do not like those guys at all. No, it's really hard, like I said, because they're, you know, when you think about a like a sine wave pattern, that's hard enough on a true 2d game but when you have the like three quarters thing where you're like i you know i'm trying to gauge by their their shadow because you're like are are they truly doing a vertical sine wave or are they zigzagging side to side they both look the same so Mm -hmm. it's it's tough to to dodge them it is it's also tough to move on those rolling logs oh lord i hate this section because 
again, your jump's not really built for this. And trying to land on a very thin moving platform ah, just sucks, man. I, I died quite a few times there. So which sucks more, those rolling logs or the next part, the jet section? It's the jet section, my friend. You know, you made it a little while and you're like, hey, okay, this game's back to normal. This isn't the best, but at least I'm not racing on one of those things. And then anytime you see two vehicles parked side by side, you know you're in for trouble. And it's also a little like a little bit of a trick because the beginning of this one is real easy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before we go further, I would like to ask you if you ever played this or the Turbo Tunnel two player. Like there are two vehicles there. Right. Uh, I, I did cannot. as a child, but we we did not tempt that fate this playthrough. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I don't blame you one bit, but I, I just I can't imagine how confusing it would be to have two virtually what? identical toads <laughs> yeah. while you're trying to do all this like fast paced dodging BS. Ugh. But yeah, so you you are flying, and at this point, the background shifts from like the crystals to some flames, and this I guess is truly Volkmeyer's Inferno. Yeah, and what an inferno! There are walls of flame that are coming apart. As you get close to them, you have to sneak through. Yeah, and, you know, this is similar kind of to, you know, there's a short section at the end of Life Force, you know, where you have the the barriers closing or opening and you're trying to zoom through. It's speeding up. You know, this is all auto-scrolling, I might add. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just, it's like, <laughs> that section was just a little bit of a level, but here, no, you're, you're into it, man, where you have these barriers that are closing or they're closed and they're open. It keeps getting faster. Uh, and just when you're done with that area, they introduce a whole new weirdness, which is this strange bomb or missile area. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I I can't begin to tell you that I don't even understand how these missiles work. Like, I couldn't tell if they were tracking me or just like a random. I, You know, I, I was unsure as well because and, and it's confusing because there are missiles on the bottom that will shoot up and missiles on the top that will shoot down. So it can be hard to tell where I was like, are these like going up and then coming down? That's what I thought. I thought they were going to, they were sliding across, <laughs> shooting up, and then eventually coming back down like where I was. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a weird, weird idea. No fun. Just uh, tons of, tons of dodging through this part. And then when you're done with all of those horrible, horrible missiles or bombs or whatever, they give you one last section of, uh, firewalls to snake through. And it is by far the worst. Oh, yeah. And it sucks because, you know, we mentioned the the closing and opening ones and they, they keep switching back and forth. And that's kind of tricky because if they're closing, you want to be on the right side of the screen. And if they're opening, you want to be on the left. So it's like you have to keep moving back and forth, left and right to gauge yourself to be in exactly the right spot. I did this last chunk of closing ones. I don't know, like 30 times. Yeah, well, especially there's one where it's like, you know, they, they and you can kind of see it coming where it's like, you know, you'll be like one in the middle, one at the bottom, one in the middle, one at the top. And then when you're getting close to the end, it's like you got to go from the very top. And these aren't necessarily closing all the time anymore. You know, it'll show you. It'll be like, you have to go through this one gap. Yeah. You got to get there. And but just getting there is so like you have to be so precise. Yeah, you have to be like some of the ones at the very end to get from the very top to the very bottom. It's like you have to be right on it. Like you have to start. Like I said, I used plenty of slow mo here, and it was still See, tough. I, for I didn't. I didn't turn the slow mo on until much later. I didn't even think about it until I texted you, and you were like slow mo, and I was like, oh. So I did all of the parts up through here without slow mo, just brute force. Ooh, that's that's no good. And I, I mean, <laughs> it was you know, if you've ever been. In a situation with uh, save stating where you get in that frustrating loop cycle where you're just like, 
restart down up down up down up crash restart yep, yep, and it's yep. like oh man i thought i had the pattern then you lose it and then you get it back and it's just it's a cycle that's real rough to get out of definitely but you can through sheer brute force and maybe some willpower and luckily for you at the end of the stage you just fly on off yeah you zip on by and you move on to level eight the intruder excluder what a great name yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is a, a vertical level where you're going up, you know, you're jumping on lots of like I-beams, um, steel, you know, and some of them are moving with electrical fields between the gap you need to jump through as it moves, it turns on and off. Yeah, uh, it's really a fun looking level It's well, you know, it's like a super bright pinks and purples and stuff and some teal. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's a little frustrating until you figure out the patterns of those uh, electric shooting orbs. Yeah, these weird like robot things that, yeah, they shoot little lightning bolts at you. Uh, but once you do, it's not too hard. The hardest part is getting the timing right on those stupid jumping pads. Yeah, they're strange springy pads and you don't really get that much more height than you would a normal jump. So it just seems kind of strange. Yeah, I never for the life of me got the hang of it. I didn't have too much trouble with it, but it was like something I never really felt like I had mastered. No. They also introduced fans in this area to blow you around, make things a little harder to get up to the top. Yeah, they're not too bad, but there are those little like poison gas. Yeah, and those are awful because that poison gas will kill you in one hit. Yes, it will. And, you know, it's a cloud that slowly like dissipates and it's got more range than you might think. So, so be much more range. <laughs> Just like this level has so much more verticality than you'd think. Yeah, it goes it's, on and on and on. It is straight up. And then you get to the top and well, there's a boss. And I'd like to ask you, Nick, what is this boss you fight? I, is, it's a robot. A robot. That, what? I don't know. I always assumed it was a person kind of, you know, it is. It is humanoid. Does it have a giant open mouth? I don't know what that is. I know what or you're talking about. It's so weird because it's like you can see the top half of what looks to be a head. And then maybe it's either. I think it is a large open mouth. I don't know. It, it is. See, a, I thought of it as like perhaps some sort of robot duck. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. But it has yeah. a gun and it likes to jump. Yeah. This boss does. It, its patterns are pretty simple where it jumps and shoots. And, you know, you duck under the bullets, you know, shoot Which a little burst. Great. Thank you for giving me an enemy I can duck under its attack something um but and and it just kind of speeds up as you hit it right um yeah it gets faster and faster and it takes i think about uh four thousand hits to die <laughs> i would say so it takes forever even you know again this is a spot where it's like okay this boss shouldn't be this hard but they're just like no nah, we'll just give him so many hit points that you just have to be flawless because right if he shoots you what do you take three damage at least right yeah or is and the real hit? danger is when he jumps around is him landing on you. Yeah. This boss was one, I, you know, I, I was able to beat him only save stating. But again, when I was watching back, I, I saw whoever was playing through this game on a, on a long play really was able to juggle him to where this guy only, I, I was really amazed. I wish I would have tried it. it. It would at least make this boss easier. Well, this boss is where I made my biggest mistake of the game. Mm. And this is where I did not realize you had three continues. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I burned a bunch of lives on this guy uh, just because when he got super fast, I was like, ah, you know what? I am invincible when I die. So I'll just use that to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I I figured that out by like level, I think by Surf City or something, because I, I had read like a complaint somewhere online where people were like, yeah, and you only get three continues, which took me off guard because on the continue screen, it does not tell you that. No, it doesn't at it all. That's says, why I didn't think there was yeah. a number to it. 
And I did the math in my head and I realized I was like, well, I'm on, this is it. And I'm not going back through any of this. So I have to be extra. Every time I die, you know, I was like, I have to save all my lives. Precious commodity. Yeah. I had to restart a save uh, at the beginning of this boss fight to then fight him again without losing any lives. It's rough. And I did that about halfway through the next level. Oh, yeah. I bet. Which is level nine, the Terra Tubes. These are terrible. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because you know what this game needed? Some swimming stages. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a weird, like, you, it almost feels like you're going through, like, habit trails or something. Yeah. And, and you you know, this is where you'll see a few of these little robots come out that you can fight at the beginning. You know, they'll, they'll shoot some electro bolts, you duck under them. But then quickly, as you kind of... I, I love the robot design, by the way. It looks real derpy. Yeah, it's very chunky. It reminds me of the robot's... In Star Wars and the Sandcrawler, you know, the one like the power bot that's just got the legs and it's a big... The conch droid. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. So early on, you might think, okay, this isn't too bad. I fought some enemies. Then you get a weird little like helicopter parasol that you use to descend. When those are always easy, so I don't even know why they're in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I'll I'll take any easiness. True. Uh, And The water is a pain because it slows you down when you're walking through it. Mm -hmm. And then the swimming in it is, is kind of awkward. It definitely is. Um, Like if you think of the dam level on Ninja Turtles, but then you like cut your controlling ability in half or something, it's even worse. We're like, geez, like I have this big, long sprite and I'm swimming between spikes and enemies and no fun. And then when you attack, you like switch to your normal vertical sprite. Yeah, which is and and you stand still. Which is actually kind of helpful in a couple spots. I can see that. I didn't realize you could even attack underwater, so I never even tried. Oh, wow. So um, I was just uh, dodging and save stating a lot. Well, there's only two things you want to attack in this level, and that is the shark and the fish. Mm-hmm. And the shark doesn't stay dead. It just comes back with a vengeance, so it's better to avoid it. Yeah, and we should mention that in these swimming sections, they're almost all lined with spikes yeah. and lots of uh, obstacles that the enemies can swim right through. So that sucks even more. Well, the only thing that's worse than those spikes is the second half of the level where you have to run from these gears. Ah, uh, yes, the gears. There are tons of them. And this is really, I think, uh, a pretty deceptive thing where it's like you see a big gear and you walk past it, it'll fall down and start kind of chasing you. Okay, I've done this before, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll get to a wall that uh, the gear doesn't have to hit. It, a lot of times it's deceptive because you're getting, you know, oh, okay, here comes a wall. I better get out of the way so this gear will hit it and clear it. No, it will fall down into, say, a pit right in front of the wall. You know, you want to stand in front of the wall, then the gear falls down and just Unlocks vaporizes. It or whatever? I guess. I don't know. And It's all very unsatisfying and hard. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you get to the points, you know, again, towards the end where... This gear is chasing you, sometimes underwater, and then you get to the part where you're like, oh, okay, here comes the wall. I better <laughs> yeah. go swim up in front of it so that this gear can fall. And no, it switches it up on you, and then it does have to hit the wall, but you have to go down into a spike pit and and try to levitate between or oh, no. hover swimming. <laughs> That's no, where you attack. That's <sighs> when you go down there and just hit I your attack so. button, so you stand over in the water, locked in place. It's just the the water controls are so awkward because you they're, they're very imprecise and you always seem to bob up. Like if you think of pressing your jump button underwater in Super Mario's, you have a, a certain height that you will gain, you know, in the water. And here it's right. just way too high. Yep. Luckily, there's no boss at the end of this. You just move right on to level 10, the Rat Race. Ah, another awful level. 
you are inside the Gargantua uh, vehicle. And at first it seems, you know, not too bad. There's those like electric robots you got to fight and some gas you got to avoid. Uh, but mm-hmm. then you encounter a giant rat. Yeah, the rat will materialize, and then the name becomes apparent where you are racing this rat down. There are three sections of this level, each with a like a time bomb that you have to disarm before the rat sets it off. And, you know, this is like your standard Mega Man vertical area where there's stuff you got to stagger, you got to fall through, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the first one's not bad at all. No, I was able to do it without cheating. And you can hit the rat. Yes, and it will reverse his direction. So, well, not always. Sometimes you knock him forward a bit. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is a strange thing where, and it's never really worth it because the amount of time you would gain from him, you know, even if you do knock him backwards, he starts going. You you can't start moving again. No, it puts you at a dead stop yeah, from your then, run. <laughs> and so then you got to move and then try to get up to speed by doing your double tap run, and it's um, it's not really worth it. Or necessary, at least in the first one or two, I think. No, but the third one it is necessary because he moves so insanely fast yeah. that the only way we are ever ever able to overtake him was to knock him past the jump where he'd yeah. go backwards a little bit. And that would buy you an extra second, maybe, and I had to do it three or four times. Yeah, that's how I had to. I would try to basically ram him in the butt right before he gets to that so it would knock him over it. And then, right. And if you time it just right, your ram will end with you over the hole so you can fall down. It, it's, it gives you a little more of a gain, but still very tough. And then the very worst part is at the end, there is a electric field blocking your way down. Yeah. And I got there and had to wait for it every time. Pretty much me too. Um, I think if you have enough life, you because I think that does like three damage, that lightning. I, I mean, okay, let me put it this way. I thought it was a one-hit kill because I didn't have much life. But I, when I was watching a thing, I saw a guy just fall through it, and I was like, oh. But if you fall through it, you're stunned for a moment as well. Yeah, so you, you do need some time to get there. Now, mind you, this rat can waltz right through, and he is fine. Yes, and the rat will even set the bomb off if you're in the middle of, like, your big kick. Yeah, if he comes anywhere near that, if one pixel of a rat foot touches that thing, you've lost. Yeah, so I had that happen multiple times. And then once I had a glitch where we got down there, kicked off the bomb, and he never showed up. I read about that glitch. I didn't encounter it. Thank the Lord. But that sucks. You're just screwed. You have to start over. If I was playing this game legit, like I would have <laughs> tears for days. Oh, tears of rage. But luckily, you know, that's it. Game, The level's over. Oh, not oh, quite, my friend. No, it's not. Yeah, a rare boss appearance here from a some sort of mutated bull, or uh, I can't remember his name from the instruction manual. It's like Steer or the cartoons or something. Oh, is he in that too? Mm-hmm. He is in the cartoon, and he's not that bad of a boss fight. Not really. It can be confusing at the beginning because he just stands there. I okay. That's the hardest part. Is I don't know how you start the fight without taking a hit. Yeah, you can't. Uh, there's a way, but I I, I was able to do it eventually but not really on purpose where it's like you just have to i think barely hit him with the edge of your hitbox but uh, then it's just a matter of him he will run at you you jump over him you can hit him in the back or you you can only hit him in the back right because you try him in the front he'll toss you up with his horns yeah and that's at least three damage off your life bar so it's a two hit kill right or is it one hit or i think it's two uh but my main strategy for this guy was just to stand uh, facing away from him. And then when he would charge me, jump over him and attack him on my way back down. Mm. And yeah, I, 
that tactic worked pretty well. I mean, I didn't, this was the boss. I think I had to fight the least or at least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I mean, well, and again, I saw this guy getting juggled online, uh, which you can do because it's like when you hit him, he'll do this weird, like he flies up in the air and then will land and, and, and his jump keeps getting longer. So My problem like, with that was, is that uh, I tried that a couple times, but he can land and squash you. Yeah. Pr- so you pretty easily from that. <laughs> you have to, you have to be very careful. Uh, and then once you've beaten him, you move on to the next stage. <laughs> And it is a stage that I feel is almost fundamentally broken. I, it's, I don't know, man. It definitely does not put the fun in fundamental uh, for certain because you, this is the clinger winger stage. Where you encounter a, it's like a unicycle with no seat, just handlebars. Yeah. And you look great on it. You look goofy. It's a fun, fun change of your sprite. Yeah. Yeah. And this giant hypnotizing wheel uh, forms behind you and starts chasing you. Yes, and your your little vehicle can scale walls and ceilings, you know. It, it looks like it and and the challenge comes in that when you get to a corner, you know, it doesn't just keep going up, you have to press up, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you when that corner gets to the right, it's like you're you're constantly just trying to keep up with the various, you know, zigzags and turns and stuff, but this orb is faster than you. Yes. So And you, when I <laughs> first played this level, I just couldn't I was like how are, how is this possible? I mean, I honestly don't know because you have to be so right on it with all your turns because that anytime you hit a corner, that's the only time you can gain a little distance between you and this hypno orb. Yeah, because if you turn the corner within a certain amount of frames uh, of hitting the top or the edge, you'll get a little bit of a boost. Yes. There's no way of knowing this without going on internet forums to find <laughs> out. Well, and it doesn't... You know, this this quote unquote boost, it's not like you get some jets or, you know, a noise or anything. Nothing. You, you don't know. You, you can kind of tell because if, if this thing is gaining on you, anytime you're on a long straightaway, you'll just see it like inching closer and closer. And you're like, oh, please, like I have to have some turns or I'm going to die because, you know, one hit and you're dead. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I found a forum where someone was talking about this and they suggested the method I used, which is if you pause it, you can tell if you are at that frame area for the boost where the bike will have moved around the corner, but the toad will not have made the movement yet. Mm-hmm. And if you can pause it during that set of frames, when you unpause, if you're holding the correct direction, you will yeah, always yeah. get the boost. Gosh, always. I mean, I was able to do this with a combination of maximum slowdown and frequent safe states, but... And that was maximum slowdown being used on my part as well. And, uh, and I, I believe me, it was just barely like that orb was right behind me when I got to the end. See, and I was lucky since I did use that method. I had a by the time I got to the very end, it wasn't even on my screen. Okay, nice. So you can get a lot of you. Can, I mean, because you can basically boost at every corner that way. Sure, sure. But yeah. make no mistake about it, it was not fun in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, my son didn't even think it was possible physically possible for me to pause it during those frames which i took as a bit of a challenge i was like oh you know i'll think show I can you this young whippersnapper and uh this level is just insane like i don't understand how you're expected to beat it in real life yeah it's it is nuts man and it's so nuts that at the end of this horrible crappy level you have to fight that stupid thing that's been chasing <laughs> you the whole time yes it starts bouncing around this little room at the end 
And it's it's a tough little battle, kind of. It has like its pattern, but it will frequently leave the screen through the top, kind of jump up and down. If it hits you, one hit, you're dead. And sometimes it like shocks you. Something, yeah. I I don't know when or why I did that. I did see, you know, I, I mentioned it last week, but there was a point where I had it in the corner and I was like, I was like, I think I've got it. I've got it trapped because I was able to just punch it and then pick it up and throw it. But I don't think I was doing any damage because I did it for a long time. But I did see again on on YouTube where if you pick it up and you're fast enough, you can throw it even if you're standing right up next to the screen and headbutt it before it lands. And, and you could do that for a while. It, it, I, maybe ad infinitum if you're good enough. I wasn't. This was another example of cheating, trying to save my <laughs> safe state every time I heard it. And then just, you know, I was trying to like ram it or punch it in the back as it came. It's 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 very tough and not fun. Agreed. Once you have defeated the hypno ring, you get to move on to the final level of the game. Ugh. And it sucks, man. I don't know if this is worse than Cleaner Winger, but it was a heartbreak of a level when I... I would say it is definitely not worse than Clinger Winger. It's just not great. It's not harder, but it's such a, like, kind Let's of a new idea. It looks cool. Yeah, you know, big purple yeah, kind of tower. Rotating tower. Almost yes. like Kirby. <laughs> well, kind of, because... But it doesn't just rotate, it rotates, uh, you are kind of moving around it. So you're controlling the rate of rotation. Yes. But some things, you know, like the spiked balls and other obstacles are going around of their own volition. Yes. So it can be very weird when you're doing any kind of jumping between these platforms, because if you start like, oh, I jump too much, so I have to go back left, then that's changing the rotation of the thing. So the platform will move a different direction. And it's like, why did you do this? Well, that and they introduce a new enemy in this stage, the cloud man. Yeah, cloud face people. Who like to blow you around and off of your thing. Yes, which is not cool. There no, are because... <laughs> You know, not only do they hinder you, but th there are certain points where you can ratchet the screen up to where there is no floor below you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's a death, my friend, if you fall off. It is en entirely a death. Uh, now, you can, for most of them, beat up the cloud faces. Right, right. They shoot like bubbles out and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but the only thing worse than a cloud face is the cloud face mixed with platforms you have to get up that mm -hmm. disappear and reappear. Yeah. Yeah, there are green ones that disappear. And mind you, there are various sequences of the weird spring platforms as well. Those are the worst of this whole thing <laughs> because it combines the weirdness, you said, of moving back and forth on that thing. The strangeness yes. of those springs, which are all very awkward, and the pixel-perfect jumps you need to make to land on the next spring to move yourself up this tower where you are jumping where there is no floor. Yeah, and it's... Uh... Not cool. And just when you think it's starting to, you know, oh, I can see the top. It's getting smaller. It's not. It's just a weird spot in the middle where it gets small in the middle. It's like a nice, yeah. horrible fake out. Jerks. <laughs> I hated it so much. Oh, this whole thing was just like, please be over. And it just keeps going up and up. And they add spike balls and more jumpy things and more disappearing things. And it's just ridiculous, man. It just goes on and on and on. And then at the top, there's like, what do you fight with those sticks? The, it looks like another weird. Uh, it's like a like pig a man. Ghost, a something thing. Yeah. You um, you know, because across at some points, you'll see these little like it looks like a little pole sticking out 
mm-hmm. kind of like a, where a platform would be, and you can grab onto those. And when some of those big faces come to blow you off, you wait them out there, and then you can pull them off and make a weapon. Yeah, but you know, uh, you can use that to fight things, or you know, like these weird. I don't know if they're a ghost. Pig. They have like a big mouth. They ram at you. Yeah, they're a pain in the butt and not very cool. I'm going to be honest. I think they're a dumb enemy, and I'll stand by that. Hot take. I know. Uh, and we didn't mention that there's also uh, platforms that disappear when you jump on them or fall. Yeah, yeah. And when you add all those together with the fact that this level is about four times longer than it should be, by the time <laughs> you get to the top, you are just like exhausted. Yes, it is. Exhausting is the right word. And then very unceremoniously, you just get dumped from the top of this thing into a different room. Yes. And who is there? The Dark Queen herself. And turns out, you are the size of a real toad. Yeah, or she's like 12 feet tall. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because she's giant. Yeah, you're like eye level with her hips. Oh, not even, like the tops of her boots. Yeah, and so she's huge and very poorly animated, I might say. I don't, <laughs> she has like two frames of animation. Yeah, I mean, they spent all their time trying to get her uh, other proportions correct. <laughs> and uh, I think it was might have, a wa- might have been a waste. Ah, yeah, well, yeah, and what is she, besides her little, like, tornado attack, you know, she'll she'll spin. Is there a different attack besides the tornado? I was going to say, I don't think so. That's all I saw, and half the time it's up in the air. Yeah, and I thought she was, like, the easiest boss of all. I agree. Maybe the easiest thing in this game. I was so happy. It, it is a nice welcome change. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I have to say that I was really disappointed in her sprites her attacks and the background of this area yeah it doesn't really it it all feels like we just had to get this done yeah it was like slapdash last minute like all right we'll just do this 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 fight had you know very little uh to it um which is kind of a good thing i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean it feels i guess better than a never-ending slog of a fight but it was just a, a little hollow at the end Oh, sure. Yeah. And like, is it, is it just me or does she take less hits than the rest of the bosses? It felt like it. That's yeah. Maybe it's I don't know. But it, it was just funny where it's like, geez, like your your stupid rap blarg or whatever was better. Was a tougher foe than you? Which I guess, you know, it makes sense. She's just a human and they're like a mutated creature. Yeah. 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 And Although she does have some sort of tornado magic. So I don't know. That's true. That is true. She's a tornado wizard. Now, once you have defeated the Dark Queen... You get a decent little cutscene. Yeah, she well, she like calls out to it. She's like Blarg and Robomanus. Maybe that's the name of that robot uh, or something. You know what I mean? And she's like, "Ah, oh, you've been defeated. I'll restore you." But I'm running away, and she does basically. And then the vulture swoops in. And what's funny is I do like that you get to see her little tiny tornado sprite flying away to the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see yeah, the two toads to... return to the ship, and then a uh, line comes down for the four- third toad. And you also rescue Princess Angelica. Well, of course. And so the Dark Queen is defeated once again, retreating into the shadowy margins of the galaxy to recoup her losses. Until the next time. Ooh. Well, after that, um, if you're like me, you're probably on the verge of tears. You stop playing and you just go take a cold shower and examine your life choices up to this point. And then it just dumps you back at that Trade West logo. Boo. Boo, indeed. Here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power System. 
with four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. And Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Okay, I will the 3.5, but I see what you're you're saying. I mean, the graphics are great. The backgrounds, for the most part, are really fun. You have tons of different sprites for things that you only see once or twice. (laughs) Um, You know, the graphics and sound are the reason people have fond memories of this game. Yeah, it's definitely the strong point. Like, you know, the pause music, which, you know, something I read about that on accident, kind of, since our last one, is that this game uses a weird 7-bit PCM snare drum sample. Huh. And that's for the pause music and I think some of the theme music. It doesn't do it during the game. That's why the drum beat sounds like way better than that because I think it will cause slowdown. And it's not even, it's like only the drum beats. So it's like constantly switching between these two sample things. I don't know. It was pretty weird, but kind of interesting, I thought. I'm going to go check that out. Anything yeah. more I can learn about pause music from this game <laughs> is, uh, is a good thing. And it makes me think about the rest of the game less. Right, yeah. Force that stuff out. Next up is play control. And I was really torn on this one because Mm. there's a lot of different play controls in here. And most of them are bad. Yeah, yeah. So I went with a 2.0. Okay, I went with a 1.5, but... It's a real bummer because I feel like the play control for just the brawling parts isn't bad. Yeah, I I think um, the jump's kind of a weird fit for that. Uh, I would like to have... Well, the problem is they, after the very beginning, start asking you to do platforming jumps with a brawler's jump. It's it's very weird and unnecessary. I don't know. Um, and I wish I could control my special attacks better or it, <laughs> I knew what was making them do various ones when I was just hitting, you know, it's one button, so... Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, next up is Challenge Factor, Nick. And what did you rank this? I gave it a 5.0. As did I. I don't know what else we can say here. It's brutally difficult. Uh, It almost broke us both, and we had to cheat in ways we've never cheated before in a video game. Yes, it is so demanding and unbelievable. I can't believe that you have limited continues. (laughs) It was like getting knifed in the back whenever I was like, what? I I couldn't believe it uh, until it became an ugly truth that I had to confront with my save files. (laughs) And finally, Nick, we have theme and fun. Yeah. I don't know what you ranked this, but uh, theme-wise, this game is not too bad. It's, it does its best to try to make you feel like you've moved through a lot of different worlds. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, the Battletoads concept itself is just like a, a fading echo of Ninja Turtles. It doesn't quite understand why it worked, but, you know, it manages to get some things kind of right, you know? Uh-huh. So what did you uh, give this category? Well... I just want to say that, you know, Battletoads is one of the most insanely unamusing games I've ever played. At no point in its piss poor, boring level design was it even close to anything that could be considered a fun game. Uh Everyone who has played it is worse off for having done so. I award it no points and may God have mercy on the Stamper (laughs) Brothers souls. Wow. You went with zero. I, I gave it a one for that theming, but the lack of fun to be found... In anything but that first stage and a half. <laughs> I, I can't even it give it up any points for that stage because the stage is the shortest stage. It's a trick and a trap. It is. It is indeed. If I owned this game, I would take it outside and smash it. If I were this game, I would walk my ass into oncoming traffic. Huh. 
Well, Nick, I ask the same question every week at the end of our show, and I feel like I might have the answer, but I'm not 100% sure. So should you play this game? No. In fact, I would say if you have never played this game, don't do it. And if you have, and you have any inkling of nostalgia for it, don't go back. It will only crush your 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 memories. Like if you if you somehow got some smiles out of this as a as a kid, you know, hold on to those and don't tarnish them. Okay. Well, I said yes, but no. Uh, I think you should <laughs> you should just you should see what's that what's going on. I think yeah, you know, the first level's fun enough, uh, and then by the time you get to the turbo tunnel, that's that's it. That's you've now shared that experience with the rest of uh, the gaming collective and you know that's when you turn it off. Yeah, I guess, you know, in a way it's like it's like taking a trip to the Holocaust Museum. It's not fun, but you might learn something, you know, just like that. Lest we forget. Next week's game will be Contra Hardcore for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. So if you have not played that game, please find a copy of it any way you can. Hint, it's part of the Contra collection on all current systems. And play along, friends. That's right. And if you have beaten this game, or if you think this game is great, if you like Battletoads and you think that I stepped over the line there, let me know at cartridge command at gmail.com and you know we'll read it and stuff and or if you are a huge fan of battles and a huge fan of toads and you were <laughs> super ready for this game to come out but it broke your heart we'd also like to hear from you yeah yeah any you know commiseration for the sorrows endured you can let us know at cartridge command on facebook or cart command on the twitterverse but of course we must uh, always thank at this point of the show Every single person that gives to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command for it is those hard working individuals that give us a few dollars every month that make this show possible here, here. And, uh, you know, if you like what you hear and you'd like to hear more cartridge command, consider giving. And those that do give, sometimes I say consider giving more, but I'm going to stop saying that because you know what you guys give and I'm perfectly happy with every cent we get from y'all. They're, they're all Cool people who give us cool monies to play cool games, sometimes cool games. And it's those cool cats that don't give to us yet that probably could and maybe should that could help us expand this Cartridge Command Empire. We're almost up to 200 episodes, so you know that we're in it for the long haul. You can trust us with your extra $1 to $5 a month. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But for those that do give and are about to give, thank you also very, very much. Yes, thank everyone. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On!